Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Desperate to heal Declan, Honor System and Bourbon Sherbert stormed Waypoint Delta and forced criminals to augment Declan's body. Once he'd recovered, having won over their hostages, our heroes received a doom buggy and made their escape. Can they build a brighter future in 2099? Or will Jeff Cinda Bezos find them first? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. Declan and Honor System, you set up shop in Neo Baldur's Gate, uh, once a hive of scum and villainy, now still a hive of scum and villainy, but with slightly less neon signs. Um, Declan, this was always on your your bucket list of places to disappear because uh, it is very much a everyone minds their own business, den of thieves and miscreants uh, kind of place. Um, and uh, even with the uh, the kind of change in, in power situation, um, you know, uh, gamblers still got to gamble, drinkers still got to drink, addicts still got to addict, and uh, Baldur's, Neo Baldur's Gate is where you can do all of those things, uh, no matter what the rest of the world looks like. So a perfect place uh, to disappear, not as ideal for kind of undermining um, an entire government system as, as you previously needed. So, you know, uh, Nair Frost made more sense of a base of operations, but now that that's not the, the main issue, um, Neo Baldur's Gate is a, a perfect place for you guys to lay low for a bit. Uh, and that's what you do. Uh, as uh, as days uh, turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, um, and around you, the world continues to change. Um, you manage to make contact uh, with your your some of your lost allies. Sublime, being uh, the master assassin that she is, uh, mm -hmm. finds you, um, sets back up uh, that line of communication. Um, after Mechfest, her crew went to ground for a bit uh, and happily avoided the uh, the destruction of Nairfrost. Um, so it's nice to know that they're out in the world. Um, they've uh, shifted. Um, their base of operations is actually here in, in Neo Baldur's Gate, but they are primarily operating now in, in Waterdeep. Uh, for the, the massive metropolis, there are plenty of opportunities for assassins right now, um, particularly uh, during all the power grabs. Uh, and also just there's there's a lot of, uh, of revolutionary comeuppance and violence occurring. You can kind of think post-French Revolution stuff where... A lot of uh, the the sort of ruling class are are being taken out in rather public ways now that the conglomerata no longer uh, exists to to shield them. Uh, you're surprised, uh, honestly, kind of shocked, Declan, uh, to hear from Chainsaw Linetti, uh, who uh, was in a uh, uh, had uh, hardened up his bunker enough that when uh, the beam hit, uh, he uh, was was badly injured but not killed. Uh, he was one of several people who kind of crawled from the wreckage. Um, the uh, the crater that was near frost was uh, was a proper mess. Uh, a lot of people kind of crawled up and out um, from it as as time went on. Uh, he was one of them. So you now have um, a hacker who unfortunately isn't fully connected to anything anymore, but um, is uh, is a potential source of information. Um, you've been contacted uh, by House Duerden, um, Drizzt's uh, sister uh, Briza, and her brother uh, Dinan. Um, have reached out um, and uh, said that uh, Drizzt always spoke very highly of, of you and your your cause, and um, they know that he he died by your side uh, in Mechfest, and uh, as a result, they they feel some uh, they had mixed feelings about Drizzt, but they do feel some uh, familial bond to you. Also, they they've seen how deadly you and uh, Honor System are, so I think, and they also know that one of you, you had a mage if you don't still. And mages have become a hot commodity, so uh, they're eager to reopen uh, connection. It was basically uh, you received um, the equivalent of a telegram uh, with like the Battlestar Galactica corners cut off because the future. Um, but um, it wasn't uh, like you're not in like daily communication or anything. It was kind of a, hey, we exist. We know you're still out there. We'll be in touch kind of message. Um and uh, finally, the uh, the biggest shift is the rise of the blockchain. Uh, your your former uh, allies and uh, almost employers uh, have become a major power broker in the world, uh, with mages flooding back into uh, the world of uh, 2099, uh, having been freed from the stack. Um, 
power now rests in their hands. Uh, the oppressed have, in a lot of ways, become the oppressors as uh, the blockchain uh, has moved to implement uh, the equivalent of a, a brand new government. Uh, so the conglomerato has fallen, uh, and in its place, uh, the world has become a cryptocracy as uh, MFTs, uh, mage fungible no. tokens, have become no. the major um. uh, <laughs> the major currency of the world. For after all, quantum energy may be gone, <laughs> but mages can still harness that power to power things. So as a result, mages have essentially become... And their agents uh, have become the equivalent of prize fighters or celebrities. Everyone needs one. And if you have a mage who's willing to work with you, suddenly all of your quantum shit works again. Sorry, Tom. I was too busy saying no to mm-hmm. actually hear what MFT stood for. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's yeah. a mage fungible token. Um, just, okay. Just, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I came up with several other versions and I realized MFT was just the fastest just. one. So, <laughs> um, Fun fact, there's no word for employment that starts with a T. Uh, <laughs> he's like, desperately wanted mage for hire, uh, but it doesn't have the same effect. So we are in a world of crypto, um, everyone battling it out for MFTs, and uh, MFTs are becoming extraordinarily wealthy as a result. And Declan, for you, this is a goddamn nightmare. Uh, the whole point of toppling uh, the conglomerata was to remove the layer of assholes above everyone who is getting rich off the backs of everyone below them. And now the same people who helped you do that have found a new different way to turn a profit that sure doesn't involve necessarily the enslavement of the entire planet, um, but does still create uh, an aristocracy and a a higher class of, of citizen who is living large with technology that was previously available to all and is now only available to the elite few, backed, of course, uh, by the very people that uh, you you sought to help uh, the blockchain. Now, granted, the rhetoric is still very revolutionary. It's still very much like, look at the power we're putting into the hands of the people. But those people are very limited. And also, admittedly, most of the mages don't really know what they're doing. So granted, they're being paid for their work now, but they're ultimately still just fancy batteries. And... Um, this has led to uh, a, a, a still very fragmented society, but uh, those with quantum energy now have a distinct advantage over those without. Um, the conglomerate also didn't go away overnight, as you can imagine from a government collapse uh, that employed so much of the planet and had such a stranglehold on uh, the continent of Faerun. Um all of the regulators didn't just disappear in a puff of smoke. Uh, two distinct factions uh, have kind of come forward. Um, there is uh, Synergy Incorporated, uh, which is a mercenary group uh, made up of uh, previous executives and uh, regulators who are essentially now renting their services out to the highest bidder. Um, these are the the diehard, um, we're really good at what we do, but our government is gone now, so I guess we, we got to turn, turn a profit. Um, they're in direct competition with uh, Greywater Inc. and the other uh, mercenary groups that already existed here in Faerun. The difference is these folks are armed and armored to the teeth with the best, like, FF is an S tech, the best Typhus tech, all the best shit. Uh, so they're an incredibly powerful paramilitary group. Um, the other group that you actually have a link to uh, is the Escrow. Uh, these are the uh, the last loyalists of the conglomerata, uh, led by your sometime ally, uh, Carmine Falstaff. Um, these are uh, regulators and, again, uh, people from all levels of, of uh, corporate life uh, that still believe that a version of the conglomerata is uh, could exist, could be built, a better version, one that's perhaps less corrupt, one out from under the thumb of Grace and Typhus, who actually view the power vacuum Typhus left as, as the perfect opportunity to fix what many would view as a broken system. Um, they still wear the regulators. Still wear the you know the the heraldry of the the conglomerata. Um, the power structures are still there. There is no longer obviously the power, the uh, governmental power. They're almost an underground organization, but uh, they are essentially the remnant of the previous government, who are making the argument that they could rise again now that the corruption has been uh, forcibly removed. Um, so overall, uh, things are getting a bit weird, um, but perhaps nothing is. As weird as uh, the frequent disappearances of Bourbon Sherbert, um, who you see only uh, occasionally as uh, the self-proclaimed uh, archmage uh, sets out uh, to 
provide guidance uh, under uh, Mistress Xanthus's orders uh, to the uh, the mages who don't uh, want to turn themselves into MFTs, the ones who are out um, kind of on their own, uh, trying to figure out how to harness their powers uh, as magic flows back into the world. You can kind of imagine the world right now as a bit of like the beginning of any X-Men movie where like everyone has powers that they either haven't used in a long time, used in old Faerun. People are manifesting magic now that um, the sort of clamps have been released. Also with the return of gods, suddenly there's a lot more power floating around. Now, Moonhammer isn't like walking the streets, so you don't need to worry about that. But uh, certainly um, there are miracles um, being performed. There are street preachers um, farting joyfully. Um, the amount of public urination has increased uh, tenfold. Oh, yeah. um, and there are, uh, generally speaking, um, like almost think uh, more of like a, a 60s through 80s um, guru culture starting to form where there are like small groups uh, like uh, like the Krishnas or anyone else who just like wander through like happily eating beans and farting and like no one really knows what their deal is, but they all seem really happy and like they're good friends with each other. Um, they're kind of just odd occurrences. They seem out of place, but everything is so topsy-turvy right now that really isn't that much stranger than a bunch of people still wearing suits and calling themselves uh, the escrow. Maybe not. Um, so generally speaking, uh, things are getting weird. Um, so Declan, um, for you, this is uh, obviously a bit of a, a problem. Um, the other big question mark is, uh, you know, you've got your your list of CEOs to drop um, and there's, there's still one outstanding. Uh, no one has heard uh, from Jeff Bezos um, in a while, uh, pretty much since he leveled Nairfrost. Uh, that definitely didn't seem like the end of his plan uh, after broadcasting to the world that his dream was coming true. Um, but you suspect that his plan didn't account for losing all possible energy. So no one's heard from him in a while, but he's definitely still number one with a bullet on your list. That said, uh, the world around you is rapidly becoming something you hate. Um, what, uh, what, again, keeping in mind this takes place over a couple months, uh, what's Declan's kind of general view on, on things as, as all of this progresses? I feel like it would probably be heavily flavored by honor systems take on it. So maybe we could do a quick convo, uh, and just sum up their months of debate and discussion. So system, I don't fucking like any of this. And I don't, I think what I'm realizing as I grow and mature as a human being is I'm never going to not kill the bad people. But my problem now is a lot of people who were good have become bad. Like, I fucking, Bezos, it's the only fucking name on my my current list, but, like, this blockchain thing seems fucking terrible when I make a new aristocracy. Synergy are one bad deal away from starting our own fucking military dictatorship. Same problem with the escrow. Conglomerata didn't fucking go away. And then uh, I feel like the only people that I do like are the fucking mages hiding in the woods trying to figure out what they want to do. And yet, I'm worried they're going to come out like every other asshole and be like, congratulations, king of the mages. What the fuck is wrong with people? Is there room on your list for more names? You know what? I'm going to switch it over to the tablet. And then there's just an unlimited number. It goes in the eye. It's fucking there. Yeah, whoever else we need. Then as names are added to the list, we will do what we do. I have to say, you have a philosophical simplicity that brings me such great joy. Uh, start with Bezos, then we'll wait for people to identify themselves as leaders of the assholes of these various factions, and then I guess we'll kill them too until somebody puts himself in charge who seems reasonable. Yes. Yes, that sounds perfect. I love just... We need to get T-shirts made that just say "Kill people until the world makes sense," because I feel like at at the core of the new future, that's our philosophy. I don't think we should advertise that sort of philosophy, given the largely insurmountable odds we currently face. Correct. I don't think we need to make that into T-shirts. Other than Bezos, is there anyone you find particularly egregious? No, Bezos truly is the most reprehensible kind of creature. We, we may have to change who our friends and enemies are on the fly and as things develop, but 
currently Jeff Bezos is my number one target as well. All right, so he's at the top of the list, and then we may have a rotating list of priorities. Now, I'd assumed that the odds against us would be getting smaller. Instead, now, instead of just the conglomerate, it seems like at some point everyone will try to kill us because we're going to try to kill them. We need this to find comes... a brain doctor. I don't understand. I, I have memories about my son. And the only weakness I have at this point is my son. I need to remove those memories so I don't know fucking shit about him so that if they catch me, they can't fucking go after him. I see. Will you ever reclaim those memories? I mean, logically, no, because I don't think the heat's going to die down. But here's the tricky part. I can't just know nothing because they may send my son and then I shoot my son. And that's its own realm of fucked up. So I need you to keep the info about my son so that they can't fool me into doing evil. But I can't fucking know it because I don't think they can break you. I don't think it's possible to torture you enough that you'll talk. I can be hacked, Declan. No, you can't. Fuck you. <laughs> If I can't do it, fucking no one can do it. I've been in there. You fucking did brain fights with fucking Ronins and shit. I will keep the memory of Seamus for you. And should we someday find that our bloody work has come to an end, I will find a way to bring Seamus back to you. Perfect. And then if you can't and you're going to get captured and I'm dead or whatever, just fucking purge the file. Just get him the fuck out of there. I will try to, but I've found that some of my more mechanical tendencies are a little bit more difficult for me to tap into. Okay, I don't want to add like a ticking clock to any scenario that pops up, but let's say someone's trying to hack you and they're the best. How long do you think that'll take? Uh, I run like a quick like diagnostic <laughs> myself. Uh, I come back and I say, assuming I'm under duress and dealing with several other factors, approximately two minutes. All right. So if you're taken alive, I have two minutes to rescue you. Well... This doesn't seem like a good plan, but I don't have a better one. And if someone talks to me or I talk in my fucking sleep, I can give away information about my son. So we still got to do the fucking purge in my brain. You don't talk in your sleep. At least you don't talk about Seamus. Well, that's good, but I don't want that to... What do I talk about in my sleep? You're typically cursing other people. Uh, <laughs> and, and just like... <laughs> A little, a quick little like playback. <laughs> she kind of just goes out like, "Doy, you motherfuckers!" <laughs> I'll kill every last one of you. Just, yeah. Oh, that's nice. I'm okay with that on the scale of things. That feels like me at my core. Uh, okay, so brain doctor Bezos. We got to find some fucking information. We got to plug Linetti into some sort of fucking supercomputer, Baldur's Gate casino center. I don't know. I'm not good at fucking investigations. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell T-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows. You can get ad-free feeds. You can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows. You can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. Everyone that I'm aware of in possession of the largest, most sophisticated databases and networks has opted to guard them strictly, guard them intensely, with networks being down and quantum energy being now a very finite resource, new value has been placed on these sophisticated computing units. And so getting Linetti to any substantial kind of information network is going to be a challenge. All right. So maybe it's time to take everybody who's not number one on our list and be like, hey, friend, I'd really like access to your fucking database so I can kill a bunch of bees inside a robot. It would be wise to rely on our friends while they're still our friends. Yes. I feel like that sums up probably our couple of weeks of planning, Tom. So I'll throw back to you here. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So from what you've identified then, um, you know you need to – so Linetti, having done the the job, uh, I believe he was the one who did uh, Alan's neural implant. So he can he can do some brain doctoring for you. just won't be pleasant. Um, so he's, I think, a safe, a safe pull for that. Um, if you're looking for um, information um, about kind of Bezos' whereabouts and all that sort of stuff – um, you'll need to uh, lean on your friends, as uh, Honor System put it. So of the groups available to you, um, you have an in with uh, the escrow. Um, I think the blockchain um, has stopped. They were pretty... Taking our calls. Well, they were pretty cagey to begin with. So yes, they 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 wouldn't want to be associated with you, particularly since they're the ascendant power. Uh, being like, hey, here's the terrorists we used to throw <laughs> overthrow the government isn't a great look. Um, uh, they haven't moved against you in any way, um, but like the bounties that have been put... Because the thing is, there's still a lot of digital wealth was wiped out, but there is still a lot of hard currency kicking around. So... Like the bounties put out by people who have lost large uh, on YouTube because of how publicly everything went down at MechFest um, are very like much in play. They haven't done anything to shut that down, uh, but they also haven't taken out their own. So kind of neutral but getting worse would, would be a, a sort of a safe way to put it. 
But um, you were kind of on the outs with them earlier anyway, Declan. Like, I don't think you've really ever, after the initial bout of trust, um, trusted them. Um, so you can reach out to uh, the escrow. Uh, you can reach out to um, House Stewarden. Um, you can reach out to the Twists. Um, or you can reach out to uh, Bourbon Sherbert. I think for the sake of uh, mechanics and time, let's get you to roll to see how many of these you can activate. Great. Um, I think, uh, Declan, if you can give me a streetwise and honor system, if you can give me an investigation, I think. Uh, for, uh, investigation, 14. Mm-hmm. 17 for streetwise from Declan. Um, okay, so I'm going to say you can reach out to three of the, or wait, two of these groups, 50%. Uh, we can pick one each. Uh, Declan would check in with the escrow because as escrow. conglomerate of loyalists, <laughs> that's who he thinks they'd go after. Like they'd have the most up-to-date info. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, I think I actually missed the name here. Um, the executives and regulators that are renting out their tech, what's that group named again? Uh, uh, Synergy Incorporated. Synergy Incorporated. And they're not, they're not friends of ours, right? They're not. No, No, they, uh, they're actually, uh, they are likely, um, oh, actually, uh, they're neutral to you because the fall of the conglomerate wasn't great for them, but now they're actually making almost more money renting out their services. Escrow is like weirdly, you've got an in with Carmine. And from what uh, Ryan has just pointed out, you have like a mutual enemy. You are also though, like this is a real like, how how much convincing do you have to do to get Vegeta on side kind of situation (laughs) where it's like, you also literally destroyed their shit. Like um, that said, the new stuff is so, yeah, they're they're a bit of a question mark, but yes. uh, Synergy Incorporated is is neutral, neutral negative. I think I would probably say. But, okay, but yeah, they're sorry. I just got, I wanted to make sure that I had that name to work with because I I did lose it in the yeah no sweat in the, in the the giant info dumps I, I've just been <laughs> dropping about the state of the world. Yeah, no worries. Uh, <coughs> I think um, because uh, because honor system lacks guile, really, right? Like you can't lie and takes a lot of things at face value i think he's probably say, just, i think he can lie now i there what did we say that okay it was towards uh, the end i think it was part of your new robot form gave you the right. ability to lie if i remember correctly i will have to double check on that i also lied about having uh, a number to take at the way station but i basically considered that as like <laughs> like like causing me psychic pain to do it uh, <laughs> um but uh Regardless, I think just his personality is like he just doesn't have the kind of guile that Declan does have, right? Like he's um, so I, I, but I think he's going to go with uh, the twists to sure. to meet them because they're the most friendly, um, or, or among the most friendly. Uh, and checking in with them would be would be good to kind of make sure we understand what their goals are and if because he's still part cold computer. Uh, if they need to be eliminated later. So <laughs> it's just good to, to check in on that. Fair enough. Um, okay. So um, of those two, who would you check in with first collectively, do you think? I'll let you each check in with your own group, but I feel like you you would strategize about. I'd suggest we do the twists first, because if they've got a piece of information that might be of interest to Falstaff, and Falstaff's a little bit hostile, we might be able to trade some horses. That's interesting. I was going to recommend we go to escrow first because if they don't give us a good deal, we are more favorable with the twists. All right, I like your logic. We're gonna go to escrow first because they're more likely to fuck us over than the twists. Fair enough. Um, okay, so um, you put out your feelers, um, and uh, I think like you likely had some way of of contacting uh, Carmine based on on your kind of alliance of uh, convenience. Um, <laughs> what is it the 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 message board for our favorite band? Is it uh, Japan? It's yeah, Japan. It's Japan. Japan. Yeah, it's the Ex Japan yeah. board. Uh, yeah, everyone is is quite <laughs> pleased to hear that the reports of the drummer's demise were highly exaggerated, and that he's fine. So, yeah. uh, I was the lead guitarist. Yep. Rest in peace. Oh, really? Oh, damn. Well, yeah, he did. Oh, well. 
Oh, oh, this was just a callback to the message that evoked all of your friends in the previous one. Damn. <coughs> Reality is sneaking into our fantasy game. Um, right. So um, uh, Carmine um, agrees uh, to a meet. Um, he says he can't let his people know because they're not huge fans, um, but he respects. Uh, he was also like at ground zero with you. He's still sore about um, the, the disappearance of... Uh, uh, his husband Fiddlesworth. So like he's more on side than someone leading the escrow should be, but you get the sense that um, the people beneath him are all just as, as corporate ladder climby bloodthirsty as they would have been in the conglomerate. So it really is one of those, like I can lead this as long as like, it's a runaway train. I'm not driving it, but mm-hmm. I am currently the conductor. <laughs> um, so he agrees to meet um, at uh a uh, um, what would have at one point been like a, a nice corporate uh, eatery, um, but uh, is uh, is now like slightly more of a weird kind of indie joint because like like there's this is no more infrastructure to really support it. Um, uh, so um, uh, you arrive at. Um, uh, 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 Nishki Fudge's uh, Flavor Emporium, which, uh, you know, in classic cyberpunk fashion, everything is served in uh, in a bowl with chopsticks and has noodles, but, like, is any other dish you want. It's just everything has those base ingredients. Um, and, uh, you know, you find a booth. It was clearly once, like, an Earl's up here or, like, a, a Milestones or just, like, a very generic kind of corporate restaurant, but um, uh, Nishki uh, Fudge has clearly started to kind of put his own stamp on uh, the Flavor Emporium. Uh, so when you arrive, the the chef himself uh, comes out. Um, he's got uh, just spiked green, like, beard, hair, eyebrows. Um, you can tell that now that he doesn't have to wear a hairnet, he's just, like, letting it loose. Um, he's got a, um, he's wearing that, uh, that white pantsuit, um, from the, uh, the, the, the first shop you visited. Um, but he's, he's, you know, like zhuzhed it up by like drawing things on it. So it looks a little bit like a kid drew on a napkin. Um, and, uh, he's got, uh, just a, a little lobster bib on, uh, just in case he's got to chow down on some lobster, you know, he's just always ready. Um, and he comes in and he says, Hey guys, welcome. Welcome to, uh, the flavor emporium. My name's Nishki. I'm head chef here. It's so good to see you. I know things are a little different here now, but I tell you, I'm going to kick it up a notch for all y'all. So you, you come on in. Hey, you meeting someone? You need a table? What do you need? Hey, Robot Moya, well, what can I get for the Tin Man here? Is he going to have food or what? Carmine Falstaff. And you just hear a sigh echo from the back. Oh, yeah, you want to go sit at... Uh, uh, Carmine F. No, that might be too obvious. Uh, 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 see Falstaff's booth? Yeah, he's right back there. And he's just like, no, there's no low volume. Um, and you just see Carmine like slinking down behind a menu, also wearing a lobster bib, um, but just kind of like uh, sinking down a little bit. Um, but uh, he he is he is absolutely there. Uh, Declan, do you want to give me a quick uh, perception if I'm scared? Yeah, I think perception's probably the right. That is a 14. 14. Uh, there are a lot of untouched meals in this place. Um, it's uh, it's pretty full. Um, and there's certainly like a lot of tables, like having drinking games and like, you know, eating the, the, the bottomless uh, bread and pasta bowls with chopsticks. Because again, everything must be in a bowl with chopsticks. Um, but uh, there are several tables where people who look like, you know, they fit in perfectly here um, haven't touched their food. Um, and uh, just seem to be kind of carrying out uh, polite conversation over untouched uh, bulls. Great. Uh, are there windows that would allow me to see Carmine Falstaff's table? Um, I'm imagining you are at the you're uh, it, having been greeted by Nishki. You're like at the the front entrance. Um, yes. But do you mean like from inside? Are there windows? Like if I were to turn around and leave and go mm-hmm. somewhere to set up a sniper's position. Uh, there I get are eyes not, on that table? unfortunately, because this is a, a like a, a corporate joint. It's you can almost think of it as like a massive cargo container plunked down 
on like a mid-level street. Um, uh, Neo Baldur's Gate isn't too vertical. It's not like Nair Frost where it's like a full proper like Narshada or uh, New York from Fifth Element. Um, but it is, there is still, still some verticality. So you're kind of on the mid-level, um, but no, it's it's basically just a giant metal box. Um, so not great for sniping, um, yes. per nope, se. Nope, this, there, there's, there's a whole plan he can do. Uh, he's basically going to, just as he's standing there where nobody could see, uh, thumb the two frag grenades he took from the bad guys into his hands. Uh, and then he's just going to pull the pins out of them and put his hands in his pockets. So if he lets those grenades go, it'll just fuck this whole restaurant up. And then he'll just wander over to sit with Carmine. Cool. Um, so you brought over, uh, Nishiki immediately starts snapping uh, for uh, a, a server. And, uh, you know, um, eventually... You know, someone materializes uh, sort of out of, out of the darkness. A, a gnome comes over um, and starts, like, slapping uh, a giant laminated uh, menus down. Um, you can tell they've recently been made. And they're all drawn by hand because computers, um, but uh, with love. Um, and um, uh, so he slaps all those down uh, and uh, just says, like, Hello, I will be... Um, uh, Blibbles, your your server today uh, here at the Flavor Emporium. We're going to kick it up a notch, uh, as as uh, Chef Nishki is so fond of saying. Um, can I bring you any appetizers uh, for those of you with mouths? And then he does like one of those like I have to do this things where like double finger guns honor system, and then like looks to uh, Declan and Carmine for some kind of response. Uh, Carmine, you can hear Carmine gritting his teeth uh, from here. He hates this place with every fiber of his being. Um, Declan, how do you respond? Great. I'll get an order of the, he looks at the menu, donkey slap nachos uh, and a beer in a garbage can. Alrighty. So number two, great. And he turns to Carmine and Carmine's like the same. This All right. Two number two specials coming up. Uh, and I'll bring you... Some circuit chips. <laughs> and then he just fades away. This Carmine, guy's just I, looking I, at... Sorry, go ahead. Carmine, I I hate this place, and uh, I respect you less for bringing us here. Declan, when I used to come here, you could get a proper lobster meal at a reasonable, if you're expensing it, price. I hate it here now, too. I didn't know. See, things used to be a little bit better before... A couple of people who shall remain nameless, uh, you know, brought the whole fucking ceiling down on us. So enjoy your donkey slap bowl. I'll enjoy mine and we can talk about business. But rest assured, I am no more comfortable here than you are. Things were not better before, Carmine. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. <laughs> I really like him. Okay, so here's the deal. We could just do this fucking quick. Uh, we need to know where Jeff Bezos is so we can kill him. Uh, yes, Jacinda Bezos of Amazon. Uh, we've been looking high and low. We've turned up every apiary we can, and yet the buzzing bastard seems nowhere. Uh, my agents have uh, been doing as much investigation as they can, but it would seem that he uh, left his island long before... Uh, any of us got there. It's a little more difficult to get there after we lost all the fucking power in the world, of course. But uh, nevertheless, we arrived to find the entire island uh, cleared out. Seemed people left rather quickly. Of course, being a packing giant, uh, there were enough boxes to go around, so that was fine. But uh, he's gone to ground. We we haven't heard much of him since. Of course, with all the, the communication networks down, that's somewhat to be expected. But we are starting to hear some rumblings. Um, there's apparently a large announcement coming. A number of MFTs have been snapped up rather publicly by an unknown buyer. So our sources within the cursed blockchain suggest that there is someone with a rather large amount of power doing something somewhere, which of course is not exactly great intel, but it's what we're working with, at least until we can restore things to the way they ought to be. Do you know where the mages are being collected from? We do not. Uh, as you know, MFT auctions are all too common right now. The 
agents of the mages have been uh, very active. Uh, we've managed to uh, uh, secure a few ourselves, of course, but uh, not nearly as many as uh, this unknown buyer. But if I were a gambling man, as my husband was, I would uh, put good money on it being Bezos. Can you Do you have any idea us? which... Oh, sorry, system, go ahead. Can you connect us with any of these agents that you've dealt with? Perhaps they know about this demand, about this uptick in collecting MFTs. You could, of course, attend an auction yourselves, but given the uh, notoriety of uh, the two of you, I suspect you would be met with rather large resistance. I understand you were friends with the blockchain previously, but they seem to have found a new niche for themselves sitting in me and my ilk's well-worn seats, so I would advise against it. All right. Do you, do you know who the top, uh, like, in terms of the auctioneer or the agents representing these MFTs, do you have one you can name where you're like, that's the name in the business? Well, of course, the erstwhile leader of the blockchain, uh, Ilona Musk, is the most notorious uh of course, there's also the Reverend Doge uh, and uh, someone who's named herself Lady Ethereum, uh, the, the three main heads. I suspect Ilona will be somewhat hard to get to, but the other two are somewhat more fringy and uh, are common auctioneers. You may have more luck with them. Of course, if you do want to attend an auction, I can certainly recommend a few, but uh, I would be concerned for your safety. And then all of a sudden, you just hear hee-haw, and bam, two bowls just slam down. Uh, and uh, Bibbles hops up on the table and starts doing the donkey dance, uh, which I won't describe, because your imagination will do a better job of it than mine. Uh, but whenever someone orders a donkey slap bowl, gotta get that donkey dance. Is it like uh, the donkey roll? It may be. It goes on for two straight minutes. Uh, and then uh, before he leaves the table, he spins around and says, hey, how's that first bite treating you? Um, Carmine, you can see his fingers twitching toward gun. Uh, like his, his hand is like halfway between transforming. You know, like when people like stress their hands. Uh, we established uh, in the previous arc, his hands can turn into guns like he's a bad improv actor. So he's just sitting there like, flexing almost into pistol and out desperately trying not to shoot this gnome. Uh, Declan and Honor System, how do you respond to uh, the donkey dance? And the first bite question. Yeah, first bite's great. We'll give you a 50% ticket, like tip at the end of this, if you just leave now and don't come back. All right, you guys enjoy your meal. Uh, and he hops off. Um, and uh, you can just hear like... Uh, like as he starts to walk away, the table, like two tables over from you, is like three number twos, and there's just a, that little drop of the shoulders as he realizes he's going to have to donkey dance three more times, uh, and then he uh, he disappears back into the kitchen. Honor system is feeding nachos to Declan, knowing that he's got two unpinned grenades in his pants. <laughs> We can't take his hands out. So Carmine is admittedly somewhat jealous that you have a robot who will feed you. He misses those days. Yeah, thank you, system. That's very nice. <laughs> All right. So where can we find this uh, system? Let's just use the old flip a coin in the robot's head programming. Uh, Lady Ethereum or Reverend Doge? Which one's your preference? You hear like a little ding, <laughs> and then Lady Ethereum. All right. Yeah. Where can we find this Lady Ethereum character? Oh, she has uh, been, uh, as I understand it, uh, quite instrumental in uh, setting up some of the new breads and circuses uh, here in Neo Baldur's Gate. Uh, I believe you, you can find her in the, uh, uh, I believe they call it the pit. It's the uh, robo fighting arena. Um, it's in the Southwest district. Uh, look for the old library, as you know, uh, I mean, we should have kept them, but we didn't, and there wasn't much use for them. So it had been abandoned for some time before she moved in. But uh, yeah, she runs an underground robot fighting ring there. You should be able to find her there on any day. They often have auctions in the uh, the upper floors um, following the battles. So, you know, everyone with a pocket full of credits has got to want to buy an MFT, right? After all, they can only increase in value, I'm told. God, I miss the days of credit. All right. Well, it looks like we've got the information that we need. Uh, so I'm thinking you should walk us out the door as a nice friend. 
Ah, uh, yeah, about that. Um, this doesn't come for free. Bezos is more responsible to my eye for the destruction of the conglomerata than you are. If you go after him, me and my people want in. You need to keep us in the loop. We'll be there to support you. And more importantly, I want to guarantee that you will not harm any of them until after our mutual threat has been disposed of. We know you, Carmine, but your people is an ethereal thing. They are remnants of the conglomerata, yes. And yes, we do hope to restore the system that you fought so hard to destroy. But keep in mind, the conglomerata we seek is one without the corrupting influence of, of the Falstaffs and the Ventuses of the world, without Tiffany's running around making backroom deals. We want a pure conglomerata, and you can rail and fight, and we'll fight back. That's fine. But that's tomorrow. Today, the threat of Bezos and Amazon must be stopped. You saw what he did to Nairfrost. None of us can strive while he has that power. Yeah, if you're saying that you'll help us in the assault and we just, you don't shoot at us and we don't shoot at you through that process and then we go our own ways and have a nice little war if we need to in future, that sounds good to me. I mean, I'd shake your hand, but I've got grenades in my pants. Well, that's fine. I'd shake yours, but uh, I also got guns installed in my knees and they tend to trigger the hands. So glad to know we're all under threat here. Do you want to finish your donkey slap bowl or can we leave? Oh, no, I'm very good to leave. Thank you. This is disgusting. <laughs> Excellent. Um, oh, and um, if you happen to kill Bibbles, no complaints here. Um, and uh, with that, uh, he stands. And sure enough, like you see all the people who haven't touched their meals kind of like look over. Um, he kind of cricks his legs as he <laughs> puts the cannons back in. Um, and then uh, he, uh, he he starts to walk out with you. And uh, Nishki uh, stops you guys on the way out. And she's like, hey, guys, I saw you didn't finish your, your donkey slap bowls. Everything all right here? Your garbage cans full of beer barely touched. Uh, and can I get you to-go cans for that? Do you want do you want a bottle of donkey slap sauce to take home? What can Nishki Fudge do to slam up some flavor in your daily lives? Slam up some flavor? I'm tremendously wow. sorry, Nishki, but I'm going to have to go because, you see, I accidentally picked up these two grenades and he just takes them out of his pocket and shows me, he's like, and the pins are out. So if I let these go, we all die. So I'm thinking I should leave your fine establishment, yes? Yeah, man, that's a bit more intense than our normal kid's meal and treasure chest that comes to your table at the end of the day. Normally it just has cans of body spray in it, but you found grenades. <sighs> Someone's getting fired. Okay, you guys have a good night. Please don't blow us up and tell your friends if you enjoyed the donkey slap bowls. Please don't kill me. And then just like, Bruce behind you and closes the doors. All right, looks like we're good to go. You know, the strange thing is, <laughs> I feel like I didn't like that place, but someone who sounds like me, that would be their favorite restaurant. <laughs> I, I mean, what does Otter System have to say to that? You know, she just like he, just, he nods knowingly. Yes, of course. Definitely. Yes, good. Um, amazing. So, um, having made a, a fairly reasonable uh, ask of of uh, Falstaff and not having you know shot him or gone to war with him, uh, you have um, uh, secured the somewhat tentative uh, support of the escrow. Um, and you are now aware that uh, Bezos is planning something, and uh, you have the in with with Lady Ethereum. Um, Alan, around this time, uh, you are are just like deep, deep, deep in Barovia. Things are going <laughs> to shit, uh, but little do you know, uh, a mage tower awaits you not too far away. Um, the time has come to go visit uh, your other uh, connection. Uh, you want to go talk to the Twists. Uh, luckily, they are, again, a much warmer connection for you, uh, and they are in town. Um, they've taken up in an old uh, VR arcade, um, similar to the uh, technology that uh, Alan was forced into in the stack, but like the consumer-grade version, which is considerably less cool. Um, but uh, it is it's now become like a weird like almost Coney Island thing. They've set up like, you know, 
in the absence of opportunity, they've set up like ski ball and like just bit like non-technological entertainments. But it's good cover for them because it it's it's kind of a a juvenile pleasure palace. So they're able to kind of lay low. Um uh so you make your way uh over to that. Um uh it is called uh VR 3D fun. Um, in the way that like the fun is lowercase, but everything else is uppercase in the way that all weird, like I found like every computer and like internet cafe bar, they all have such weird names where it's just like league of legends.com slash bar. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, that same trend, uh, continues, um, here in, uh, in air. In fact, I'm going to add a dot IO on the end of that just for funsies. Um, so you arrive at, uh, VR 3d fun.io. Um, and, uh, there's, there's a bunch of urchins, um, who are, uh, sort of crowding the entrance. Um, they're trying to cash, uh, tickets in for a bunch of dead tech. Uh, this is stuff that will clearly never run again. There's no quantum energy that can charge it. Um, but it would have been very expensive, so they think it's cool. Um, and uh, you can see uh, one of the twists who helped during the MechFest raid, and, like, you literally watched, like, eviscerate a man. I'm just, like, happily, like, you know, making jokes with these kids and, like, pulling tickets off, kind of a Steve Buscemi type, um, and uh, and handing stuff out. Uh, and that's what you see as you approach uh, VR3DFun.io. Tom, quick question about the world. Is, is Neo Baldur's Gate the kind of place we can walk around openly bearing arms, or are we absolutely dope? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's always been like in in Marvel terms, it's Madripoor. In Star Wars terms, it's like Narshada or some of the worst parts of uh, Tatooine. It's just like you can open carry. Honestly, people would look at you like you're nuts if you weren't. Like that would be the the Men in Black. Like, okay, all these aliens are just out doing their thing. <laughs> Who's this little girl? That's the scary bit. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Then Declan walking up to this place. He's he's got his Frederick is slung over his back, uh, and he's just got an assault rifle hung in that way where it like almost clips into the harness on the chest, so you can let his hands go like modern soldiers. Otherwise, it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think barring honor system, seeing something weird, we like the twist. So he'd be fine with just walking up to the door. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Honor system's on the same page. Um, great. So um, the. Uh... Uh, the guy at, at the door um, just like pulls down like the equivalent of like a, a high end tablet, uh, the kind of thing Tiffany would have broken eight times by you know lunch, um, and uh, it just says, "Yep, sure, here you go, kid. Uh, that'll be three whole tickets." Now I want, I, I hope you earned those, uh, and you didn't just like run up to the hole and just drop the ball in the big one. And the kid's like, "No, man, I wouldn't do that." He's like, "All right, well that's good because I'd have to kill you." <laughs> I would have to kill you. Uh, and the kid just kind of like takes the tablet and leaves. Um, and uh, as uh, as the kid makes his way out, he turns to uh, the two of you and he says, ah, our friends from the new future, uh, Mr. McCready, Mr. System. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, don't tell me you're here for a round of skee ball uh, or, uh, you know, whack a regulator. <laughs> We were hoping to have a conversation with Sublime about some intelligence that's come into our hands. Oh, well, you know, I'm sure she'll be happy to see you. You're actually in luck. She just got back from a mission a couple days ago. A little worse for the wear, so she's just resting in the back. But, uh, you know, as long as you don't uh, need her to kill anyone today, uh, that should be just fine. So uh, hang on. Uh, let, let me just, uh, you know, get her on the uplink system and, and let her know you're coming. He literally picks up a tin can on a string. He's like... Hey, Sublime, uh, we got some people coming back. It's our comm system. You like it? I like it a lot. All right, great. <laughs> and then he holds the, <laughs> the cup up to his ear. And he's like, yeah, I think she said you're good to come back. I don't know. It's hard to hear through these things. But honestly, she likes you guys. So you you go ahead. Um, all right. Hey, uh, you, can, you want this novelty comb? Five coupons. Uh, and uh, you make your way uh, through the... Uh, VR3DFun.io. Um, Declan, uh, you can't help but wonder if this is the kind of place that like Seamus would have liked uh, back when it was operating or if he'd like it more now. I don't think you think of him very often, but given that you're, you know, you've got your brain wipe coming up, I think he's like a little bit more front of mind than, than normal. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's that weird thing where also as an 
absent parent, there's the idea that your kid is always like five. Like you don't have that idea of like, oh, he's 12 or like, oh, he's 13. He'd have very different interests. Instead, it's always that little kid version of things. And for him, it's that weird, dark guilt. I don't think he feels guilt about anything except Seamus. That's like he fucked that up. That was not supposed to happen. And then he brought like the only choice you never get to make in his opinion is like being born. So he made that choice for somebody else and then was not around to make that shit fucking work because he's in no way equipped for it. So I think even and then the idea of the the mind work up just it impounds the guilt because wiping his mind will let him not feel guilty about mm-hmm. that thing, mm-hmm. which feels like how much of it is for him and how much of it is for Seamus, to which the answer is, I need to oil my gun more. I need to oil my gun more. When do I kill Jeff Bezos? Because yep. his whole life is just action and not dealing with consequences. Right. And that's been fine, except for Seamus. So it's uh, anxiety, depression, spiraling is how I would describe that. Okay, cool. I like that. Um, so like walking into a friendly situation, but with as much anxiety as walking, perhaps more than walking into a a war zone. Yeah. Yeah. He, the shitty restaurant, fine. Room full of dead people. Fine. Going through a place a child would enjoy. Absolutely torturous. That's Declan. Yeah. Can you roll me a, a mind save? That is a 16. 16. Okay. Uh, you managed to keep it together, but barely. Uh, this is not a not a great uh, not a great adventure for you. Um, but uh, you make your way to the back room, and uh, sure enough, uh, Sublime is there. And like a little rough is a desperate understatement. Her like her head is wrapped in bandages. Like her you know like chest is wrapped in bloody bandages. Uh, she's been through the ringer. Um, but you walk in, and uh, you know she's got a. Um, uh, a, a bottle of Jim Jim's um, rum that she's like pouring into uh, like a kid's sippy cup because like that's what they've got on hand um, with like all of the, the the characters of VR3DFun.io uh, printed around the outside. Um, and uh, she just kind of looks up at you with a one eye that isn't uh, covered in bandages and is like, oh, hey, guys. Um, so that's that's what Graven was muttering about through the, the tin can, huh? Interesting. Well, hey, uh, good to see you. Um, what's got to die? I system, I'm a bit distracted by the glittering lights outside. Why don't you take lead on this one? Hello. Uh, oh, my God, I forgot her name. Sublime. Sublime. I was going to call, this is a gross name. I was going to call her Succulent. I'm so glad I didn't <laughs> say <that. laughs> <laughs> Please, please, please. Uh, no, thank you. Oh, my I sister's succulent. Uh, she's not as good at murder as I am, but Whoa, I appreciate the, uh, the thought. Uh, <laughs> I've never came, been more sure I just found an episode title. It came into my mind, and I was like, no, it's definitely not that, dude. <laughs> Think harder. And it's just not. Yeah. All right, so it turns out you failed your mind save. Uh, yeah. Deku made his. Yeah. Oh, God. Hello, Sublime. It's good to see you. I hope you're recovering nicely. Oh, this? Yeah. I mean, you should see uh, the bits of the other guy. Uh, they're just sprayed across a thing. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing all right. Uh, you two look different. Um, I guess mm. the end of the world has, uh, has, has changed you too, huh? Yes. Yeah. A lot has changed for a lot of people, but... In some ways, our mission remains the same. We are looking to kill or and or destroy Jeff Sinta Bezos. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The last of the uh, last of the the corporate giants, huh? So you're going after the head of uh, Advanced Idea Mechanics uh, and zero other options. Never, huh? Yes, Amazon. Amazon. Yes, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Well, uh, look, after what he did to Nairfrost, I got to say, I'm pretty on side with you taking this guy out. Uh, I don't know how you kill a bunch of bees, but I'm excited to find out. Um, what do you need from me? What do you need from us? We've we've been very busy, uh, so our war chest is very full. So happy to do a favor for a friend if it means I don't need to keep looking. And not, not so much over my shoulder, but kind of to the sky to figure out whether we're going to be smote from on high by a giant fucking space laser. Mm. I think 
space lasers in particular are out of the question for the time being, as long as quantum energy is... Fingies crossed. Yes. Yes. We're looking for any information you might have on Mr. Bezos. We have a few leads that we need to follow up on, but all we understand now is that he's picking up MFTs and that he cannot currently be found. Mm. Uh, so I just rolled on her investigation check on what her people have found. And the good news is I rolled a 19 plus stuff. So like, um, so she nods and says, yeah, that's uh, my people have been hearing that too. Uh, we, it's been an interesting challenge because part of me really wants to just take these mages out. Not all of them, of course, but like the bad ones and the ones that are being uh, aggressively auctioned their services off to like the highest bidder. That scares us a little bit. Um, you know, like I know your your friend Alan seemed pretty on the level, but generally speaking, a little concerned about how much power is just being like handed out to rich people right now. Not great. Um, that said, we have heard a few things. Uh, we know that the uh, that the canon. Uh, we found some some files uh, about it in one of the uh, a dead computer. We were able to get back online. Um, it's uh, it's known as the Zeus Cannon, uh, and it should have the capability to fire a hell of a lot more than it has been. So again, good for now. Um, the thing that's been scaring us a bit is uh, there have been flyers dropped in a number of neighborhoods. The neighborhoods most uh, heavily affected. Uh, by the loss of quantum energy. We're not talking like, you know, the cities where everyone's been able to get back on the old electrical grids or anything like that. I'm talking the places that were more reliant on quantum batteries and regular shipments uh, from the conglomerate to keep them up and running. Uh, they've been receiving these and she opens her desk and she pulls out a flyer um, and it's uh, it's printed, which is a little surprising given the the current kind of like how hard that is to do right now. Um, and it looks like a 1950s, like, um, utopian suburban neighborhood image. You know, it's like a lot of people like, you know, uh, like an orc couple walking hand in hand across a manicured lawn where there's like a couple of gnomes pushing a lawnmower and waving. Um, but in that like, uh, retro futuristic, like everything's very rounded, um, and uh, very designed. Uh, and uh, it says, uh, delivering soon, primer hoods. Um, and it seems to promise like um, good jobs for everyone, free housing, free food. Um, and uh, it just says like, become part of the system. The system loves you. Uh, and um, it, uh, it has a date. Um, which is uh, um, Lunar 1st, 2100, about a month away, the turn of a new century. And apparently the delivery date for Bezos's dream. So looking at the two of you, she says, uh, if this is something Bezos is doing, it seems to me we've got a pretty tight time frame to get this done. So I'm going to put all of the power of the twists in your hands. We got to get this shit done. What's the play? This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yavern, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and and Dragons 2099
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Cam Kander? Yeah, that was a strange thing. A prolific creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020. Eccentric, weird, inscrutable. Cam Kander was like a 21st century Howard Hughes. Nothing is known. Cam Kander, man, woman, non-binary person, no idea. Cam Kander, an enigma, a cipher, a mystery. Was Kander a genius or insane? Is there a difference? And one day, Cam Kander vanished into thin air. Off the map, off the radar, like Amelia Earhart. From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Corp. Leave me alone. I don't have anything to say about Cam Kander. Comes a shocking six-part documentary series. Cam Kander is a Rorschach test. It's a MacGuffin stuffed inside a red herring, shoved down a rabbit hole that leads to a blind alley. Cam Kander is out there, waiting to make their glorious return. Like a cult leader? No, like a messiah. Discover Who is Cam Kander, a new investigative podcast coming Wednesday, September 1st, wherever you listen to podcasts.